Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Hi everyone, welcome back to Grace of a Military Child in Life. On today's episode, we have fellow Army brat, Ziamara. So Ziamara, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Thank you for having me. It is going very well this lovely morning. Yes, awesome. So tell me what it's like to grow up an Army brat. Growing up an Army brat, I honestly, I tell all my friends, being a military child is my only personality trait because <laughs> I feel that's really what we make out of it. It's like absolutely a military child. You never have like one route. Like maybe you have like okay, like my parents are from this city and that's cool. But where am I from? Right. See, I me mean? like I was born in Germany and then I moved all within the United States like my whole entire life. So it's almost like, well, I was born in Germany. But I'm American. But, you know, I, I lived here, but I lived here. And so it's like because of that, I feel like just telling people like, oh, like, where are you from? I don't even answer that question anymore. I'm like, I'm yeah. just a military child. Yeah. That's my personality, like being a military child. So like growing up a military child honestly has so many like you you get the best stories. People love hearing about your life. Like, yeah, I love to like flaunt it a little bit. I like to flaunt <laughs> But it, I just I love being a military child. It's it's the best. Yeah, I can tell you're proud of it. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's so much fun. And you know, that that question of where are you from is the question, you know, I dread. I guarantee you everyone out there dreads. Like nobody wants to answer it. And I'm I've only lived in three different places, but I'm still like, mm -hmm. you know, Cleveland, Ohio is where I was born. San Antonio, Texas was like huge, like formative um, nine mm. through 12. So pretty formative yeah. years. And then Florida, I spent all like seventh grade on all throughout high school. I've gone to college here. Like, you know, specific milestones and life events happen in each place you live in, making each place home. So that's. That what do you do about it? So true. Like, though, what you said right there is like you have moments in your life where it's like those those moments mm -hmm. in different places around the world. It's like it's what makes me who I am right now. And I, I guess Absolutely. that goes back to why I say like it's my personality trait because it's like where did you get this such like ram like this big personality? It's like okay, lived in America. Where did you get this like organized, very strict? on top of everything personality went to german school was around a lot of germans <laughs> such nice fashion like why are you always dressed up so nice lived in korea it's a fashion show every day like yes. little things about like you take things and i think every place has definitely taught me such like a life lesson and you know when you grow up in one place it just it doesn't have that same that same energy like yeah just and every state has like their different cultures like you said you lived in three different states every oh, yeah. like not many people know like unless like you leave different states and you move around like every state has like different cultural things same with different countries different cultural things and it's like 
adapting to that and like you know getting used to that lifestyle it's like from ohio to florida that's huge like, like oh, that's for like sure completely different like completely different yeah and you know you have the north first you know the south versus mm-hmm. florida south and then you know i literally just went florida. up to ohio uh for like three weeks and mm-hmm. just the difference between ohio and florida one there was snow and I hadn't mm-hmm. seen snow and you don't get snow in Florida um and I love the snow with it love it but the difference just between cultures of Ohio and Florida is insane like it is mm-hmm. you know so you talk about cultures within a country absolutely like everywhere you go is so different and that's the thing like I feel like a lot of military kids know this feeling of like when you move to a foreign country and then you have to adjust the way that you act. Like even on base, off base, like the way you act on base can get you in trouble. So you got to best behavior. Absolutely. Off base. On base, when when I was living in Korea, there was definitely some times where like kids would do stuff on base and it's like, okay, not only are you getting yourself in trouble, you're getting the MPs involved. You're getting the base involved. <laughs> you're getting Dodea involved. You're getting your parents rank yes. involved. Like, like let's so just not do it. <laughs> let's just not be dumb. Especially on the military exactly. installation. Avoid people. it at all costs. And people don't understand the fact that if you get in trouble, like, in school, on base, yep. your parents get in trouble because your of your actions. <laughs> your they don't get that. And it's like, exactly. Like, I knew I knew a girl. Obviously, like, I'm not going to go into detail, but yeah, something happened on base. Dad demoted. What do you mean wow. your parent is getting demoted because of your actions? Your actions. Oh, like, my god! And that's the thing, like, and I feel that's another reason why military kids at times can be seen as more, um, what is the word? More... I forgot English right now. <laughs> what is the, more mature? There we go. Yes. I'm bouncing between the three languages. <laughs> more mature because we were taught from a young age. Okay, when you come onto a military base, like the way that you change, like the way that you act changes. It, it mm-hmm. changes, and it's like we take that and then we go out into like normal society with that. And it's like, why are you guys acting like that? Like, grow up. Oh, I <laughs> like, know. Yeah, I know. Like, kids, especially in, like my age, I'm like walk around a college you, campus like seriously walk around a college campus um but it I, I love the differences between like civilian kids and the military kids because it's like you could see how we grew up similar but very different at the same oh, time oh yeah yeah so you had mentioned like adapting to just the mm-hmm. military lifestyle, different cultures, different areas. What is it like for you adapting to different countries? Wow. That is that's <laughs> such a good question because so when I, like I said, I had grown up in the United States up until I was 12. So I was living all in Southern states. And you guys know, if you guys have lived in the South, the South has its own culture. Like I'm yeah. talking Georgia, Alabama, Texas, like that, that is its own culture within itself. Yes. And so I left, I left Georgia and I moved to Germany my 12th or not my 12th grade year when I was 12 um, in sixth grade. And my mom didn't put me into the Dodea schools, bless her heart. 
Um, but I, my, my mom put me into the German school system. So you can imagine going from growing up in Georgia, growing up in Texas, Alabama, like Maryland, to literally going from that to a completely foreign German school. Like right. my, the way I thought changed. I, I had to adapt. And it doesn't come overnight. You, I think I've noticed the way I do it. I observe first. I see what the customs are. I see what, how people do stuff, how people dress, how people act, how they talk. And then from there, like, I can slowly figure out, like, I'm not saying completely change your personality, adapt to everybody around you. But I'm saying, like, the customs. The customs are really big. Like, um, especially, like, when you go to an Asian country, Japan, Korea, their customs are very, they're a very cultural society. Um, Germany, there's there's a lot of cultural things that it's like, you you don't do that in Germany. You could do it in the States, but not here. So adapting it comes with time and it depends on the person. It depends on, you know, what you're comfortable with. Like, are you comfortable wanting to completely stick out or are you comfortable going with the flow with everybody? Um, but yeah, but again, that was different because if you go to a Dodea school in Germany, everybody on, on base is kind of like similar. We're all here together in Germany because either our parents are contractors, um, military, whatever. Right. And you guys can kind of bond over that. Um, but it's still like typical American high school, you know, but then like, again, when you go off base, like you have to like find the ropes of each uh, country. I love um, finding new food, adapting to like, yes. the, the culinary, the culinary culture there. I'm like, ooh, it's so yes, much fun. Octopus. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Even like, you know, back to because I haven't really been out of the country. Um, mm-hmm. We took vacation to Scotland once and like highly recommend. Mm-hmm. But anyways. um. Like in Ohio, the area that we were in in Cleveland, Italian food, like good mm-hmm. Cuban food, Texas, all barbecue, all Mexican, all Tex-Mex. You come to Florida, mm-hmm. seafood, like you get, depending on where you live, in the country, out of the country, whatever, the different food is, you just, you know... It's the best. Like, and uh, a lot of people forget that it's like when you move to a new place, get ready to eat new foods because mm-hmm. when you live in Japan, for example, you're not going to be getting Pizza Hut or Chick Fil A whenever yeah, you want because exactly there's no Chick Fil A. There's no yeah. Chick Fil A. Yeah, you don't have you know those common luxuries of being like, all right, I'm going to go to Chick Fil A, and then you know everyone over here is like. It is Sunday. You cannot go to Chick-fil-A. And then everyone, you know, in these other countries stationed outside of the U.S. is like, I can't go to Chick-fil-A altogether. Like, <laughs> but you, you know what is so funny? I feel every person, military kid affiliated with military, they always follow those like Instagram military accounts. Yes. But I've been seeing so many posts saying like, the food court really needs to step it up. Because why have we been <laughs> eating Anthony's pizza? Charlie's yes. Burger King for our whole lives. Like, oh my why gosh. Taco Bell? There's never any new options on base. Like, that is so McDonald's. true. Add, right? Like, that is so Anthony's true. Pizza. If the, you're a military child, Anthony's Pizza. <laughs> the only good option there, well, I will say McDill Air Force Base is adding new options and their food court is getting really good. But my favorite, like, staple option is Subway. Like, just subway staple, option. staple. 
Yes. Staple. Solid. And whatever that Chinese restaurant was. Manchu walk. Yes. Oh my gosh. So they took that out of McDill and they put in. Oh my gosh. I can't even think of the name of it, but it's like a really good chicken restaurant. Like salads, chicken um, wrap, chicken tenders. Like, oh my gosh, it's on, so on, good. Uh, but let's be but real, it's on an Air, Air Force, Force Base. base. <laughs> you were an Air Force Air Base. Air Force Base. If you're an Air Force child, you're lucky because you I don't know. know the struggles of growing up on an Army base. <laughs> Let me tell you, on Fort Sam in Texas, that's all you had was like, you know, I think there was a subway there. There was the Menchu Walk. And I think that was close to the majority of the time. You had a Charlie's. You had a Anthony's Pizza, which I think that was close to the majority of the time I went there, too. Like, ridiculous. Every time. And there was a Cinnabon. So like we'd the always Cinnabon's good. Also mm-hmm. when they when they randomly throw in a Baskin Robbins on the food court, I'm like sick. Oh, that's yes. good. Good mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> See, this is like you can't walk up to a normal person, like a civilian person, nah, and be see... like, "What kind of food do you have in your food court?" <laughs> like, I'm like, do you know that one Chinese restaurant? And you're like Manchu Walk. I know exactly yes, what you're talking about. You cannot <laughs> I do exactly. that because, like, literally, you know, it's just... my childhood memories, like the first military well not the first military base I've been on but like you know one of the bases that I went to a couple times was Fort Dix um and so my dad deployed out of Fort Dix and so like we would go there I went there like once I feel like I've been there so many more times because I was so young but (laughs) I've been there like once or twice but the first place I ate at at the food court was the Menchu Walk so like I love that place. Solid. Like it's, it's 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 childhood memories though. I know. I I was going through some old pictures of me when I was a baby and I was finding pictures of us eating at the food court, eating oh Anthony's pizza like back in like 2006. And I'm like, bro, the food court has not changed. Like I know. I know. Everybody knows everybody knows when I say this. Every chair and every seat in the food court is the same one everywhere. Yes everywhere yes. it's the same like because i was looking oh at the table turn i'm like they haven't updated the tables and chairs <laughs> i don't even know how like, I'm, like, I'm like why does it still look the exact same but the struggle um, is real and also like if you know like if you were i know in germany the food court was the hangout place i mean after school oh, really? people, like, i didn't even i didn't even go to school on base but like people would like sometimes invite me like hey come to the food court and i'm like until four o'clock i live 30 minutes away from base i'm not coming to right now. But they'd be like, i'd be like what do you guys do there they're like yeah we just sit at the food court and we like we like go get like arby's or like we go walk around oh the my PX. and i'm like that's it they're like yeah i mean we just walk around the px because if you know ramstein's px y'all you know ramstein's px will take you at least 40 minutes to do a whole like thorough walkthrough oh my god it's a big px and the food court is humongous i don't wow. even blame them for hanging out up there because you could just yeah chill oh my gosh things. yeah exactly and like you know for us it would be like all right we're gonna go hang out at the park like mm-hmm. you know just you go hang out at the park and literally so my dad was enlisted 
but I made friends with mm-hmm. all the officer kids. Mm-hmm. You know, the smart thing to do. Yes, <laughs> always, always, of course. So, you know, I'd go hang out with my officer kid friends and, you know, literally everyone would be at the neighborhood park. Like literally everyone. Facts. Everyone. Facts. That was the hangout spot. And so, everybody would like pull up on their bikes and stuff. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then like trick or treating in the officer kid neighborhoods. Yes. Greatest. You're right. You get the full size candy bars or you get like huge handfuls. Mm -hmm. And then you all sit. So we had best friends ever. Like, so they would do a, um, like a cookout, a chili cookout mm-hmm. in their front yard. And so all the parents would sit in the front yard. And then all the kids, we would just, you know, get our little groups together and we'd walk around the neighborhood and then we'd because all meet You're back. on a military base. Like Yeah, you can do that. It doesn't you matter. You can do that. You can so do that. So we'd all yes. sit down and then we'd all dump out our candy bags and then we'd all trade amongst ourselves for what we wanted. And exactly. you and always that got the good stuff. Staple cuz Mm-hmm. I, I remember my mom, we, we she took me to officer housing. So if you've ever been to Fort Benning, Georgia, you know, all the officer housing, all the all the newer housing, like they've made newer housing, but like the old yeah. officer housing is like these really big white houses. Like they're like in like the very like nice area of base. <laughs> so like we would go walking around there and I had to fill me up. Like, and you can oh, see I on the, know. like when you, when you on the door, if you're on base, like what rank they're on. I'm like, you're a major, yeah. mm-hmm. fill up the bag. Yeah. You're a lieutenant colonel, fill up the bag. Like when right you now, get like, your rank and your last name put on your house, you're like, this is serious. Yeah. This is serious. Like, oh my gosh. I the first time we drove through officer housing, it was like these Whoa. people literally have their name on their house. I know. Like it's and I was always mad mind. at my mom. I was always mad at my mom because she was enlisted and then she went to OCS. And mm-hmm. um, after she became an officer, we never lived on base again. We only lived on base when oh she my was enlisted. So we were just like, we were like in like the everywhere housing. Like everybody really? in there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I, I loved living on base. Living on base was yeah. so much fun. But la- later, like when she became an officer, I'd be like, mom, like when we moved to crew, we should move on base because we can get officer housing. And she's like, okay, I, I don't care about that. I'm like, <laughs> girl. And the thing is, who like, doesn't again, want officer housing? But here's the, here's the catch. We were supposed to go to Camp Humphreys, South Korea. And if you guys know anything about Korea, we ended up going to Daegu, Korea, which is like Camp Walker, like literally nothing there. It's so small. It's an army base. Yeah. And my mom was like, okay, well we have, we can live in officer housing. But the way that the officer housing was built in like the 50s and it was so old and just run down. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'd rather move an apartment off base. But I always wanted my mom's name on the thing. Just like a major cue. And I'm like, yeah, that looks that'll look nice. I should get it. I should get it that. You should now do that yourself. (laughs) I really should. I should just get it like a major cue on this thing. Like just put it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The civilians would walk around and be like, um, who are like they? And me, yeah. MAJ, like, mage? What? Yeah, mage. <laughs> no, it's, it's the best. Oh, mage? my gosh. Yeah. What is that? Nobody would understand. <laughs> Nobody. I just, uh, I just, I love, like, 
and it's not and it's not mean to say but sometimes I do feel like when it when I when I'm given the option to choose between civilian kids and military kids like I honestly would just military just run towards the military kids yeah I just and it's not a bad thing per se yeah yeah, it sounds they've like always me, grown up. But... They've always grown up in like the, this one area. So like, again, when I went to civilian school, moving to Maryland after living overseas and realizing how hard it was to connect with kids that have, they've all known each other since pre-K and like they've all grown up together and like they show me pictures. I'll be like, hey, like, you know that kid? Yeah, I've known him since I was literally like two. Our parents are best friends from like the yep. 80s. And I'm like, like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, you guys have known each yep. other your whole lives. And I don't know. And then when I went, when I would tell them about like, oh, like I've lived here and it's like the questions and like the stares that you're getting, you're like, what do you mean you lived in like Korea, North or South? Like, what do you mean? Like you're Mm -hmm. alive right now? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody gets it. But it's okay. I still love my civilian friends. Exactly. Like we still love them, but you know, military kids are just superior. Like, absolutely. Hands down. Valid option. And even (laughs) at school now, like, there's I don't I don't meet many military kids anymore, but if you see who I hang out with at school, it's all international students. Like yeah. I, I don't really hang out with as many Americans. All of my friends are from they're all like um here for sports, but like they're from like Europe, um, South America, they're from Africa, like just so wow. many different places. And I'm like, yeah, y'all are my people. I can I can relate to you guys. Exactly. That's how it goes. Like seriously, you have to find you know, because all of, you know, you're a freshman. So like all of that incoming class, you compare them to military kids. You're like, all right, goes back to they're so immature. You're not, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of find the balance there. And most of the time, you know, we still want to have fun, too. Like, let's face it, mm-hmm. military kids do not. We're not necessarily all about following the rule book like you know we break a couple rules every here and there too you know when when the time is appropriate (laughs) (laughs) when we know when we scoped up the air and we know okay there's no mps we're good to go we have completed a whole check you know everything's fine Mm -hmm. but you know everyone comes to college and they're like all right let's party let's you know do all of this stuff let's not go to class let's be late to class let's and it's like people can I take this seriously like this is the rest mm-hmm. of your life like you know they it's- tell you the second you walk into high school that's the rest of your life and your transcript follows you around for life mm-hmm. but if you go to college that transcript follows you around for life that, that transcript gets very- you a job so that's very true extremely true because i'm literally just yesterday um i was talking with one of my friends she's from italy but mm-hmm. she flew she flew to idaho for um to scope to scope out of college because she wants to go play at, at, at like athletics there she wants to play volleyball there yeah and she was telling me, she's like i don't think i can go there because the mentality of of some some of the girls on the team she's like i can't their mentalities they're not focused and I feel like military kids as well like we have grown up we we have I feel I had to meet expectations I again with that maturity thing I always wanted to like stay focused stay on top of everything like do what I have to do get good grades and 
the culture in the United States is as soon as you get to college, go crazy because in mm-hmm. high school you worked so hard. But if you think about it, kid like Dodea kids in high school in Korea, a lot of times like on the weekend, we were just we were doing really dumb stuff yeah downtown and it's like okay I already lived that part of my life and it's like okay I already know how how the partying is how you know when you drink and I know how that scene is and it's like I know now that specifically for this time in my life it's not for me I know to have a clear path and I know like if this if if the outcome I want in the future is going to be good I have to start working now like I have to start working now and yeah. I also know another, I know one military girl at my school and she's also very involved in school and stuff and um, really energetic outgoing. And like, I'm like, I wrote a paper on it last semester. And one of the things I touched on is how military kids, um, we come with a lot of trauma, not going to forget that we come with yep. a lot of baggage. Absolutely. But, but one thing that we learn is we're very motivated though. If, if we, can set our mind onto something we can get it done we know how to get it done like like seeing my mom like go through OCS like go through deployments go through that like and I always tell myself like if if all of my family can do the military stuff I can do some schoolwork like I I can do some schoolwork you know yeah and I don't know I just feel it's good that we were raised a certain way because now it's paying off now Mm. it's paying off the the being strict the being committed, the being motivated, that that's what we need now, especially in college, because you're right, like transcripts do follow you and college is no joke. It's scary. I know. I know. So what is one piece of advice that you would give to another military child? So I was thinking about this. One thing that I always, always wish I could have told my past self is when you're living in an area and you know you're going to be you're going to move again in two two years or you know other people are going to be cycled in cycled out mm-hmm. if you find yourself in some drama and you feel your whole life is just uh everything is tearing down drama this drama that my whole life is with these people at school listen yeah. it will not matter in two years a year three years from now like i promise you the drama that's happening in your life or on the base or whatever happening, whatever's happening in life right now, not going to matter in a couple of years because people are going to either be gone or you're going to be gone. And then yeah. once you leave, once you leave, start on a clean slate. And, and exactly. that is the beauty of military child because yes. you, you, you didn't like the last place. You didn't like who you were. You didn't like off. Maybe you acted immature. Maybe you had a moment of growth and now you don't want to portray yourself like that. If you move, who knows you? Nobody. Like I could, yeah, you could completely just start on a completely just clean slate. And again, if you find yourself in some drama, if you find yourself in a situation and you feel like life is just tearing you down, it's not going to matter. And that can be said all throughout life. Yes. If something's really bad happening to you right now, it's not going to matter in a year from now. You just got to got to keep going with your life because you don't know what's going to happen within the next five months you don't know what's going to happen within the next five minutes so that's why you always just have you'd have to have that positive mindset oh my gosh I sound like my mother but live live each day as if it was your last yes oh my gosh 
You're so incredible. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's so much fun. Thank you so much. Yes. And again, I want to thank you so much for having me. And and I love talking about my military experience. I also love all of my civilian babies, you guys. Don't we 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 love you guys. We love you guys. (laughs) Superior, but we'll we'll keep that between the military kids. It's okay. It's our little secret. So much, Grace. Yes, of course. And all the rest of Dodea. (laughs) it's okay though but thank you for having me and talking i appreciate it yes thank you for listening to this week's episode of grace of a military child and life make sure to set a reminder for every tuesday to listen to a new episode you can find us on instagram and youtube at grace of a military child and life if you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week. <laughs>